Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Town to Tenth. This is going to be more of a laid back, kind of introductory, no, not even introductory, what am I saying man? You know, honestly sometimes with this thing it's like, you got to do some talking just to even loosen your own self up. Because honestly there's there's been so much that has just transpired over the last year pretty much since I made the welcome back episode. And you know, on my end there is some guilt about it. You know, making a welcome back episode and then just being gone for like pretty much eight months, right? Like it's August, almost August now. And I was really sincere in the welcome back episode. You know, I really want to get back to doing this. The thing I love, the thing I'm really passionate about. Before a podcast really, you know, took off and blew up and it was everyone's favorite thing. You know, I was listening to them and I was really enjoying listening to content, listening to people's life stories you know, gathering knowledge and resources that way. And somebody just like to pass on. So, you know, with all that being said, um, over the last year, pretty much, as you guys know, I did get married. So, you know, it is marriage is a beautiful thing. It is beautiful. And with that comes, you know, managing your time a little differently, right? So, you know, obviously, I want to spend time with my wife, you know. I just got married first year, about to celebrate it soon in the next week and you know like i said it's been lovely you know getting home seeing her face uh she cooks the most beautiful meals she bakes she's an amazing baker she just made some cherry pie the other day and you know it's just living that life um of commitment and getting to know each other over the days on a daily basis right and you know going to church together praying together growing in that sense as well so it's just, you know, multidimensional, right? It's not just like um, linear, right? And, you know, with that being said, you know, this, these kind of things too, they take away from, um, you know, my ex. I'm going to be honest, they take away from my drive to do the podcast, you know? Because I ain't really going to drop my wife to come and make the latest episode, right? And, you know, just along with that comes just seeing family, right? Because I did move out, so... I got, um, my family grew. I got, you know, the mother-in-law and the father-in-law and the brother-in-law. So, you know, going to see the in-laws as well as seeing my brother. He, you know, moved out. He, he has his own family. And then seeing my own parents as well. So, you know, it kind of takes a lot, right? But it's good, you know? So it's just in a different place from where I was when I was really cranking out episodes where I was just, you know, single and living at home, right? Um, but that being said, you know, there's a time for everything. Time for everything. You can't uh, disregard that. But, you know, today I got some free time, so I really decided that I got to put up, set aside time. And, well, honestly, not even I felt I had to. I wanted to, right? And, you know, I got a few other things going on in my life. You know, I'm trying to really live a healthy and active lifestyle. Um, that motivation really came from Okay, when I was younger, most of y'all probably don't know this, but when I was younger, I was really chubby as a kid. And you know, it was kind of tough cuz you know, when you're growing up and especially in puberty, it's kind of like that awkward phase and everything, and you're really trying to find your place in the world in uh, different areas. And you know, I, I like to generally be active and, you know, play sports and um embark on adventures and it's kind of Hard to do that when you're not really that in shape, right? 
And, um, you know, it's something I keep in the back of my mind because I just personally like to do my best at everything, you know. And, um, yeah, I don't know what it was, honestly, but maybe it was kind of the stress of, like, planning the wedding and that sort of stuff. And, you know, honestly, part of it possibly to COVID, um, not just living an active lifestyle on many fronts that I've really, um, you know, packed on a lot around the, the waistline. And um, so my pants didn't fit right. <laughs> and I wasn't sitting too well with me. And I actually saw my doctor and, you know, he told me, hey, man, look, you're you're overweight. You got to lose some pounds. And um, he didn't say it like that. It was in a more professional manner. And, um, yeah, he, he made a suggestion to me. It's like, hey, you know, um, you really got to cut back on a lot of the carbs because uh, my background's Jamaican, so we kind of do consume a lot of carbs, you know, where it's like the rice and peas and then you got the dumpling and it's made out of flour. And then, you know, you got the the green banana, the yams. So you're kind of just eating like starch on starch on starch and all the starch um, turns into carbs and carbs turn into fat. And, you know, I always considered myself like, you know, kind of conscious when it came to my food, but I, you know, wasn't really thinking about this, um, like, I wasn't thinking about that area of my life in particular because, like, uh, you know, you like to eat your cultural foods, right? And the doctor did explain one thing which made sense. And he's like, hey, you know, over here um, in North America, we're not living the most active lifestyles because when you need to go somewhere, you're not walking. You're most likely driving, even at work, even. It depends on the job you do, mind you, but not all the time, especially at my workplace, am I, like, really being um, I'm not being physically, or I shouldn't, no, always being physically active, yes, but not very, like, strenuous. So when we're, like, you're sweating from your brow, not all the time. So, you know, that being a factor, too, is, like, lifestyle not necessarily, like, sedimentary, but, or I should say, lifestyle not exactly less, or lifestyle not exactly um, that you're not being active, but you're not as active as other parts of the world or, you know, other um, jobs or careers or what have you. So it was something, it was kind of hard pill to swallow when he was really telling me all that. And, um, you know, it just always bothered me because I, I do remember having just like um, a little extra on my gut. And, I, and, you know, no matter how much I worked out or whatever, I was like, man, why can't I shred this? What's going on? And yeah, he, you know, he pointed that out and he made the suggestion. He's like, you know, for breakfast... You could do um, like eggs and with um, with like mushrooms, but no bread. So he was really emphasizing, you know, cutting back on the carbohydrates. And yeah, it was something, you know, after I got home. Well, that wasn't the only thing he said, of course. Um, he did say, um, have a diet of like salads and animals. That's how he put it, where he was like, just have like a nice piece of protein, like say like a chicken breast. And then just have a nice good salad and like no carbohydrates and just, you know, do that. And that really helped me shred a lot. Like it was insane. And uh, my wife joined me on that shred as well. And she really saw a lot of results too. And um, something that we've both been a lot more conscious of really watching the foods we pick up at the grocery store. Um, so, you know, also in that area too, you know, growing, up, growing along with my wife has been pretty cool, right? You know, you share your life with someone and these are the things you do. So yeah, I've really been on um, just more health conscious and more aware of like um, what's going on and 
kind of how to understand things a lot better. Which is something I, I wish I knew a while back, but hey, you know, everything in its time, right? So, how did I get to talking about that? You know, conversation's kind of funny, huh? It's like improv. Anyhow, so, so yeah, I've um, always kind of been, you know, struggling with weight in a sense. Um, I did have a nice growth spurt, so kind of hit a few areas, but hey, you know, you always there's always room for improvement, right? And mine in particular was around the gut for like, you know, like most men. Like I said, there's something I'm really trying to be a bit more um, tentative about and aware of. And my wife really put me on um, some really good uh, gym supplements. So there's um, a really good company called EPH Labs. And they make what they call OxyShred. And um, it's like a pre-workout. But the cool thing about it is it helps boost your metabolism and burn fat. And uh, I didn't know this up until recent, but they got a non-stimulus version where it doesn't have the caffeine. So you don't um, really get like that burst of energy. Um, and then as well, they have the stimulant version with caffeine. That's like your usual pre-worker that you're probably used to where you get a little jolt of uh, or a rush of energy. Um, as well as they do have even protein powder. And the cool thing about their protein powder is um, they say on the label that it doesn't give you that heavy or like bloated feel. Uh, like you get with some other protein powders. And I kind of forget the science behind that, but if you give them a gander, they're on Amazon. You can order through your Amazon web app or mobile app. And yeah, I'm really liking their um, their supplements. So that too has really helped um, in the in the department of staying healthy and fit. And um, my wife also, my wife puts me on a lot, a lot of good stuff. She also put me on this... Um, it's like you, like, I guess he's a personal trainer for a lot of Hollywood people. I don't really know his backstory, but it's called Tiffany X Dan, and they're pretty much a husband and wife team, and they got a lot of great workouts on YouTube, and it's for free. So he's got a three-week shred, no, sorry, not three weeks, six-week, I think it's six-week, six-week shred program. So I've been trying to stick to that, and um do the workouts because sometimes at the gym i don't know about you guys but i don't really have um a regiment and i've always kind of found it hard to find resources to really mix it up but his videos are great typically they go either between 20 minutes to 30 minutes or the max like 40 minutes and uh, they're easy to follow i just take my ipad to the gym and i just follow along and you know it's a mix between some stuff on the mat and then just using dumbbells and, you know, um, natural, like, body weight even. So, it's, I like his stuff a lot because I haven't really found videos of that quality and that um, precise as his has been, his have been. So, I would highly recommend Tiffany X Dan on YouTube. So, uh, I feel like that's kind of, that's pretty much the summary of, like, you know, where I am at with, like, you know, staying fit and my health and um, diet. And the other things that I've really gotten, um, the other things I really got taken up with is I, I personally would want to have my own business. And it's something that, well, I mean, technically I already do have my own business, but I like to, 
I would like to be a entrepreneur in the sense who has like multiple streams of income. And my wife kind of says that about me, but I don't really know if I ever really took it in. But she says, I seem like the kind of person who would be doing like multiple things, not just one thing and sticking to it. And I guess, um, you know, maybe she is right because um, as you will hear throughout this podcast, there are a lot of things that I've been dipping and dabbling into and some things I do just strictly for fun and some things I do because I really want to grow in the area of trying to sell myself, being able to, you know, market different things, whether they are products or, you know, myself. Um, I just feel like that's the way how you take the next step or growth, even just career wise or even as a person. Right. And I really got into art over the past few months. I really got into 3D art with Blender, where I started out doing some character animation stuff. Because I did the character animation because I wanted to um, like make a little NFT collection and just you know sell it on OpenSea. But that didn't really um, happen, mostly because Ethereum gas fees, but also because coming with character designs is pretty tricky. And I'm the kind of person where if I'm releasing something, I want it to be like good quality. I don't want it to just be like any old thing. So I kind of held my back, myself back in a sense. However, so I started out with the character design and then I got into doing um, product animations more recently. And character design itself can be tricky depending on the style you're going for. Because if you're going for like your own character stylized look, then there is kind of some leeway because some areas of the model don't have to have as much detail but in the end it's like it's your own style so like you pretty much put in like what you want right so if you want a heavily detailed face then you go for it if you just want a cartoony simple face then you know that's what you strive for but i also got into character animation where it was typically like what you think of like um for like game characters where it's like you know you see the hair follicles and the eyes and the hands and you get all the textures and then you got the clothes on and everything that is pretty tricky and i didn't really quite master it which is understandable because heck you know it's like your first time trying right uh, according to some people i did do pretty well for my first time so i will take those compliments um, but it did take a lot of a lot of time and effort and you know i stuck with it for fun to see what's up and then, like I said, I got into product animation and I feel like this is the, the niche that I really like in 3D design. And like I said, I, I am using, I'm currently using Blender for 3D design and that was mostly because it was free. You know, if I'm trying something out um, and I don't really know if I'll stick with it, especially, then I would rather to just use a free open source software rather than something that you, you would pay for. And I first started out with, um, it was like a Nivea bottle where you give it what you call like um like there was like a simple animation where you you put it on say like two risers and then you have them kind of jump up one after the other and then settle in place and then the other one was um putting on like say like a circular object and then having it just like spin around and rotate but then it slows down just as the logo comes around and you call it like a speed ramp or speed ramping playing with the speed so that you can go slow-mo and speed it back up to like fast, um, fast-mo. I, <laughs> I don't think it's called fast-mo, but <laughs> hope you get what I mean. And then I got into like camera rigging where 
you got your object, um, which in this case would be the Nivea bottle. And then you kind of set the camera up in the sense where it's like it's got a rig and then it moves around on like a track that you make so that it gives the, um, it gives the viewer the sense, you know, like the bottle is moving, but no, like it's really just all the camera movements. But in itself too, that can also be tricky because again, you play around with the speeds and then you gotta play around with the graphs and the curves and kind of have a sense of what you're doing. And then the next product animation I really got into was um, first modeling a phone and then doing some animations for it. As well as there are other things I did too, like some 3D text. But you know, a lot of this stuff can be kind of pretty technical and just take a lot of time because with art, there's a lot of like, um, like you're your greatest critic, right? So you're looking and like, oh no, this is not how I want it to look. But maybe if you show it to your friend or family, um, despite all the errors in your head, right? They're gonna be like, wow, this is amazing. How'd you make this? But you yourself, you know, you're looking at it like, oh no, that's a flaw, that's a flaw. So like I said, I got into art and uh, 3D art and as well as even visual art. So I started messing around with what you would call like um, GAN or um, generative, um, gen uh, I forget what the, the entire acronym, but it's like neural network. So using code to generate art and uh, it's been a lot of Python, very Python heavy, not really a Python guy. That wasn't really my background. I did study on my own briefly uh, JavaScript. So doing some Node.js, did some Angular, but that's like um, web app stuff. But, you know, in a sense, like code is code. And like, once you touch it, you kind of have an idea of like how to maneuver, go around the files, search for things, read the code. So I really got into um, generative art using code. And, you know, I just had a lot of fun with it because part of the magic is your text prompt. So you tell the, the script or the program like, hey, I want a painting of a beautiful house on a lake. And then you can add different modifiers. So like you can give it an artist's name or several artist's names, or you can tell like in the style of anime or like in the style of Star Wars, like literally your imagine, like the sky's the limit. Your imagination is the cap, right? And, you know, I just got really into it because some of the, the, um, the programs that people have been developing, whether they are open source or paid for, have really been pushing the boundaries and the limits. And it's pretty cool what they can do and what they can produce. And again, like I said, like, you know, your imagination is a limit. So not necessarily everyone's will look the same. So that's kind of the beauty of it. You get to stand out just as usual in art. So those are the ways I, I've really been getting into art. And um, honestly, Blender is just so massive. Like it's so easy to get lost. Like you can just watch one YouTube video after another about plugins and all these things you could do. And then you kind of just have to be like, wait, no focus. Like, okay, let's do this one thing at a time. So that's kind of been my struggle with Blender. It's fun, but in a sense too, you can be like a kid in a candy store. So like I really got into, you know, just to like kind of recap, living healthily, getting married, of course, um, art. So, and then, you know, seeing family and friends. So those are a lot of things that really do, you know, take time and they are good things as well as just trying to, you know, start more businesses, right? Cause that's kind of where I see myself. Like that's something I really want to do and strive for. Uh, so 
who knows, maybe someday the podcast can really be a part of, you know, all these businesses. Or, okay, not this podcast in particular, but, you know, like, just having a microphone and, you know, some, I don't know how much you'd give me credit, some talents. <laughs> it's kind of funny because I heard a, um, you could say, like, a quote from someone, and they said that, you don't choose your interests, but your interests choose you. And that's how I've been feeling over the past few months, just kind of gravitating to, you know, these different hobbies, these different business ideas. And, you know, like I said, the podcast is something I still want to do, put effort into, but I guess I have to be a little bit more realistic about it because especially when I was first doing them, I am pretty much a perfectionist when it comes to the podcast and you know i hated bad sound quality i hated and you know every single noise like just hearing all of that so spending time just editing everything all out it really does take time it can i I remember i spent like a good two hours editing some of my previous podcasts just to try and give the best experience especially when you feel that something was said in an awkward way or um, kind of like lopsided, that was something that really got to me. And like I would try to edit things out and then piece them together so that they make sense to you, the audience. But then it's kind of tough to try and solve things together with audio because people can really tell like when you've edited something and when it wasn't like in the middle of speech or you know, things like that. So it kind of just drove me crazy trying to edit some of the podcast because I was like, if I'm going to listen to this, this is something I would put up with. So I always try to keep, you know, that in mind when I'm trying to deliver something to you guys. You know, like I hate to sacrifice quality for quantity. So that's something I, I will try not to do. But, you know, maybe the podcast can't be like as long, right? Or, you know, if they are long, then gonna need some leeway with you know some of the um nuisances in speech or some things the microphone pick up but you know that's kind of where i currently stand with the podcast and there are some things i would love to do like i'd love to have my wife on this i'd love to you know do some things together with her and just talk as well as there are some guests i would love to have back on the podcast um you know if time permits if schedules permit um and as well as there are some new guests i would love to have on the podcast and you know talk about new topics and just um uh, like um, a broad spectrum of topics you know what but that doesn't mean i won't be sticking to the original stuff like talking about fatherhood being a man you know i still really want to continue with that theme and i feel like that's a lot like heck then you know the name of the podcast is town to test that's a lot that it, it that the talent, the concept of the talented test does embody, and you know, I try to pay like homage, homage to that, and you know, respect that. But you know, at the same time too, I like talking about different things because I don't want it to get stale. You know, I, even me as a person, I like to mix it up, right? You know, like I said before in the welcome back, like I, I love to talk about crypto, I love to talk about NFTs, not necessarily, um, you know, I talk about the good and bad of it, right? Because there's so much I've seen and learned over the past few months too with crypto, right? Like, it's not the holy grail or the end-all, be-all. But it is great technology. But 
as most things, it has a suitable use case. And if you're trying to use something for something it wasn't intended for, then of course it's going to go horribly wrong. Or if the people behind the project have bad intentions, then of course it's going to go horribly wrong. But again, there are a lot of good things to know and learn from it. You know, I learned a lot about I learned a lot about money in general. You know, what's the difference between fiat currency and crypto? You know, you would tell some people like, hey, you got to deposit your fiat money into the exchange. And they'd be like, what's fiat? And you're like, okay, this is like the legal tender that we're using nowadays, like the American dollar or Canadian dollar. That's fiat currency. So you get to learn a lot about different money systems, different monetary systems, different ways that people pool assets together and divide the funds, you know? Or um, heck, even learning about inflation, and and also like experiencing certain things, like experiencing a run on the bank. You know, that's that's something good to experience, and and knowing how much to invest, knowing how to transfer money, knowing how much money you can take out of a time at, of from an investment. You know, there are just so many things from it that I've just learned that are just like outside of you know, like oh, wait for this thing to pump and then sell it. You know, there are a lot of, of there are a lot of good things you can learn and pick up from it, as well as just getting used to being um sorry, getting used to using different technologies because a lot of these different platforms are built by different development teams, so they got their unique software wallet, they got their unique platform, they don't all communicate to each other, so you gotta use a bridge to transfer one asset to another asset. So there's just like so many things that you can learn and and um just just grow in a sense and educate yourself and I do find that to be a valuable experience where you do experience things like how do you react when the price of um, an asset is um, crashing to zero you know like how do you get your money out you know how do you react when the price of an asset grows astronomically in a short period of time how do you sell in time how do you move to something stable you know so there are just so many um, there's just so many lessons I find that are valuable. And again, like, you know, one of the smartest things you can do is, heck, don't go take in a huge lump sum of money. You know, you can just like literally go with like 10 bucks because if something goes from like I like to call like micro sense, like or um, macro sense or, or whatever, like something goes from like 0.000001 to one dollar. That's a whole lot of money. So. They're just things like that too that you got to keep in mind and keep an eye out for and like i said there are a lot of good things you can learn from you know being in crypto and investing or just investing in general or no i would say in particular crypto because you you get to see a lot of you know different personalities and um it, it pretty much is uh, and like pretty much is an economic thought experiment in, in a lot of cases whether that is good or, or bad <laughs> sometimes bad and then sometimes good so also being able to recognize the good from the bad because that's another useful skill in life right you got to know hey okay this person's just talking trash versus okay this sounds like a sound logical project something that does have potential and then knowing okay it's gonna take a while for this thing to mature it doesn't just happen overnight so they're just you know like i said different facets like that that you can learn and and um grow in a sense but you know i guess um that's my little spiel for this episode and um i can't promise you when i will make another episode but 
I do know I will be making another episode. So as usual, thank you guys for listening. And I'll see you guys sometime soon. <laughs>